What's up, everyone? Welcome. Episode 9, Meet the Press Podcast. I am your host, Tyler Dixon, along with my buddy, Jared McDonald over there. Sunday evening, we, we were just talking about it. We felt like it was kind of a slow week, but I know you had a an eventful last two days, right? Yeah. yeah. No, I definitely did. That's why I'm feeling a little bit tired right now tonight. You don't uh, look your spry self. You look no. a little tired. Look a little. Uh. I'm in. I'm in recovery mode. Uh, spent the weekend up in Owensboro, Kentucky, at their barbecue festival, their barbecue block party. Um, you know, sampling stuff, meeting people, having like one one drink, probably. Um, yeah, it was a good time. I enjoyed it. So I know we talked about. I, I wanted to try to go. I couldn't make it go. I couldn't make it work in my schedule. I went last year. Uh, when I was living in Owensboro, because I lived downtown. What? So first off, what were your like initial impressions? Because I know Owensboro claims to be the barbecue capital of the world. We can talk about all that later, whatever. But Full episode. But but what what was it like? I know a lot a lot of like last year the churches were lined up and had were like selling different things. What was kind of that downtown vibe like? Yeah, so I went up. Friday. I wanted to make a whole weekend out of it, get the whole experience and just kind of chill and have a good time. So I went up with my friend Morgan, uh, shout out, and went up Friday night, kind of walked around a little bit, saw some vendors set up. It wasn't really that much going on Friday night because the actual cooking competition was Saturday. Um, so they were the cooking teams were kind of getting set up and whatnot because they could uh, start their fires at 6 a.m. Then they had until, you know, I believe, 1 and 2 is when they had to turn in their food. Um, a pork, a chicken, and a beef, um, and each of those had a top three. Best stand had a, you know, a prize, and then the overall winner got a prize. But yeah, Friday, I got there and I was walking around. I was like, this isn't that exciting. Uh, I, like, this seems not fun at all. And then I actually decided they didn't really have that much for sale. I guess for barbecue at that point. Um, so I decided to go over to Old Hickory. Because people have been hitting me up, you know, go to Old Hickory. If you want good barbecue, go to Old Hickory. Um, you know, Moonlight and Old Hickory and Owensboro are the best. You don't need to go anywhere. You don't need to leave the state of Kentucky if you want good barbecue. So I went to Old Hickory, and I'm going to disappoint some people when I say this. It was fine. It wasn't great. It definitely not nowhere near the top of my list. But I go to, you have to remember, I go to these world-class, like, top-of-the-line barbecue places. But this like is the barbecue from- capital of the world, Jared self-proclaimed barbecue capital of the world that's that's that's, can't be at that's too much to be added on a bumper sticker the self-proclaimed i you know the capital cities of states aren't always the best cities just just remember that just remember that yeah but but no friday was a little underwhelming but then got there saturday you know walked around a little bit um, and that's when all the teams were cooking and they were giving out samples of stuff and you could go to each stand and there was like 20 something teams, I believe they're just, you know, cooking for judges and giving out samples. And that was really cool to see, you know, I, I would go up Saturday and again in a heartbeat, it's just a mm-hmm. good time. And, um, you know, I give the city of Owensboro a lot of credit for that because uh, it is a really cool event. It's a really unique event, you know, have a lot of good food, taste a lot of good food, had, I think like three cups of burgoo I bought from different churches and whatnot. Um, right. So there were a few churches set up. Um, they didn't have a church competition, which I'm told they've had in the past. They do, yeah. Um, they usually yeah. do usually do have that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what I, I, I think they, I think someone told me that they shut it down 
during COVID. Um, mm-hmm. And now it's, it's trying to pick up a little bit more interest in getting it back and doing that again. Um, but yeah, I got to do that. I actually, this is the Meet the Press podcast, ran into probably the best eater in the world. Joey Chestnut yeah. was there doing a meet and greet. I talked to him. You know, hopefully we can try to get him on here sometime and talk. About I love it. how they yeah. called it a, a meet and greet, like an M-E-A-T. I think oh, is yeah. what I saw on the social. I think that's a very creative way to title something. Yeah, I don't know who thought of that like originally, but yeah, it's, it's a great idea. In our world, it was you because mine was we've we've talked about some dumb thing like meat sweats, which I feel like that may be what you're having right now. Uh, is more so yesterday. I'm just in the more regret. so yesterday. Okay. Yeah, I'm in the I'm in the regret phases right now. Right, that third cup that. of burgoo went down hard. I told I'd say, I told you on Snapchat there was a lot of corn in that last one, and you said that was the second what? best. So where was the second first? Lord, where's the first one? Lords, uh, Lords Church, okay. yeah, Church, yeah. Okay. So was there any other barbecue that stood out? Like because it, it's it, it's so tough because you only get like a bite, and most of them right. were sampling bologna. Um, you know, there was one that did chicken wings sampled. Um, okay, and that was an awesome chicken wing. One did like little bits of rib. So it's just like a little cup you get, and you. you Are you not a bologna? Are you not a bologna person? No, I'm, I think bologna's fine, but okay, you know, I'm not gonna go. Ooh. Come on, dude, fried bologna, like a good fried, oh. like barbecue bologna. Oh. I've got some cheap bologna in my fridge right now, and I might have <sighs> a bologna sandwich after this. So I don't hate the bologna at all, but like when I think barbecue, I don't. You don't like, think? Yeah, I don't, I don't I look that. at barbecue and see the menu and see bologna on there and be like. I want that over this ribs and this brisket. See, that's funny because I do sometimes because I feel like I don't know. Bologna's like this basic, often has kind of some shade thrown on it, and so to like do bologna in a good way, like where it tastes good, I, I feel like is is kind of a feat because on other things, I you, you see these other barbecuers and. They're like, oh, we just do salt, pepper, and love. Bullshit. There's more love, than salt and pepper on that meat. There's zero chance that that's all it is. Love is delicious. L- love's love, fine. Love and a little bit, of, a lot of sweat, really. Get that extra salt content in there. That may, See, and that would be, I'm okay with that. Like, yeah. that would make more sense than but, just, oh, it's just salt and pepper. Because there's no way you can get something as good as you do from just salt and pepper. Yeah. But no, I'm not hating on bologna in any way, shape, fashion, just because it's, you know, not a, a fancy, expensive cut of meat. You know, right. you don't know the yeah. number of times I've had to defend Little Caesars in their restaurant <laughs> and in fights. I will throw hands for Little Caesars. A five dollar so, pizza that's hot and ready. That's a bargain. That's a great combo. So I, I have a question. Yeah. And I think you're the one to answer this. I feel like barbecue is something that everybody has really, really high expectations for. Like, it doesn't matter if you make it in your like little bitty stand grill in the back of your house or a huge pit smoker. Like, everybody thinks their barbecue is the best dang barbecue. But, like, as someone who's just a patron, do you feel like it's hard to have really, really good barbecue because we hype it up so much. Like you, every time you have barbecue, I feel like you want it to be that kind of 
religious experience. Like you want the chimes and you want the the organ music and you want all that going on. When at the end of the day, you're like, this is some some fatty brisket kind of thing. Like how has it ever lived up to your expectations? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Okay, but those are the ones that are you know top of the line. A lot of these places I go, like I went into this with very reasonable expectations. I did not expect to find the best barbecue in the world with this because I knew I was going to be getting like little samples. I knew it was going to be, you know, like at a stand or a, a tent where you're just picking it up. And this is a mass um, product they're making. I mean, they're not yeah. making it. Yeah, yeah. And and that's the reason too why I didn't go to the old Hickory stand down there at the festival Friday night, and I left and I went to the actual restaurant to get it so I could get the true experience to judge how I thought it was. So was Old fine. Hickory or Moonlight? Didn't you go to Moonlight I, that one I, day that, that we went I, out? I did do Moonlight. I, I thought okay. Moonlight was fine also. It's kind of unique that it does the, the, you know, the buffet yeah. and all of that so you can pay one price and just keep going back up. And it gives you a chance to try everything and I do like that because I have a, a method when I do my barbecue. All right, let, I, I can't let, believe it's episode nine, but hit us with it. This is episode nine, and we're getting to the method. This is the process. Trust the process. When I go in, I like to get the combination plates or the combination trays, and I like, you know, they usually offer like a, a two or a three meat with, mm-hmm. you know, a side or two, usually two sides. And I, I usually do the three, always do brisket, always do ribs if they have them. And I usually say, you know, like, what's your signature thing if, if there's not, if there's, like, an extra thing? Like, Heim Barbecue in Fort Worth, bacon burnt ends are a big thing there. And so I got those as the side. But, like, I just said, surprise me when I went to Old Hickory. Like, and, what's and the was, most was popular? Like what's good? Mutton, I'm assuming, was that what it was? Waitress gave me chicken. I put faith, chicken. Okay. I put my faith in her hands, and that she gave me chicken. So I, I kind of expected mutton, too. But I wouldn't have been mad yeah. about it because I like it. Yeah, I'm good with mutton. I like mutton. Yeah. But no, I do that, and then I always do mac and cheese because that's a very popular side and a very common side. And then right, I right. usually say like surprise me on the other one too. And like so, are you like a bread, like a cornbread bread person? Like when? <sighs> okay, people make fun of me in my pictures because a lot of times they're not barbecue fans, and like the the really high quality barbecue joints usually just have. It's white just bread. like Wonder Bread. Yeah, white it's just, bread. Yeah, 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 it's yeah, cheapest, yeah. yeah, exactly. Terrible white bread, but it's so good. Yeah. It's so good. It, it makes it, it ties it all together. Because it's, it's basically a your sponge. Hands. It's a sponge. It's a napkin yeah. for your fingers. It's, yeah. Mm. Man, now you got me craving some ribs and regret after all that burgoo I had this weekend again. Son of a. Okay, whenever we have a spinoff, I think ribs and regret. We're gonna call. We're gonna trademark that because that was good. I think, Can we make I think, T-shirts? Ribs and regret. Meet the president. yeah. I think we. I think we just did. I mean, one of our three listeners, watchers, will is probably already on the ball on this. Um, we, we yeah, should, I think it has to be that. We should dibs it because that's the legal way to do things, right? Yeah, dibs. Yeah, dibs, dibs, dibs. That no stealing. R- ribs and regrets. Um, and I, I feel really bad. I couldn't go with you. As I said, I, I had our high school graduation today, um, over here in Missouri. And it's one of those things that like leading up to it, I thought, Oh, okay. This is a graduation. I've been to many graduations before. And 
it was an hour and a half, which in my opinion, the best party about graduation is if it's an hour and a half or less good with that. But it was just nice because students that like I had in class and they, and I talked to them after and they're like, Hey, like I, like you helped me do this. And I'm, and I'm like in the back of my mind, I'm like, there's no way that's possible. But I, I, and now that I think back about like my graduation, do you remember your, do you remember your high school graduation? A little bit. I remember it's fading year every year, you know, it gets a little bit foggier. You graduated in in 10, right? Are you 2012? Yeah. High school. Yeah. Oh, I'm a young bug. I was so I was a freshman or a senior when you were a freshman. Interest. I was on nine. I'm not. I'm not that old. Like, do you, so do you remember your college graduation? Yeah, it wasn't that exciting. You know what I, I remember, remember about it, my college graduation? I remember it rained at mine. It was super windy at mine. We were in a in a tent, and at some points it was like, you know, is this thing gonna blow away? But the thing I remember the most about my college graduation after paying all that money, you know, getting in, in that student loan debt was they changed the people calling out the names, you know, right before they got to me. And so this right. person, you know, she was fresh. She hadn't get a chance to warm up. And it starts off with Jason or uh, Jared McDonald. And I was like, damn it. <laughs> like, damn it. Everything I have worked <laughs> for the last four gone. Yeah, I remember it rained. My friend um, Rich and I, we parked at the the Paul Simon Public Policy Institute at SIU Carbondale. And then we had to like book it to the back of the arena where we had tents. And like that's where we lined up and everything. And yeah, I remember it poured that day. That sounds not fun at all. Because you're already in that robe and you're just... You're muggy. We had we wore robes today too, like faculty wore wore robes. Did they wear robes at your high school graduation? Do you was that a thing? Oh, that's one of those things I don't remember. I oh. don't think so. College. I remember, I, the hood thing is super annoying. By the way, whenever you like, because you have to like wear the hood as like a faculty member, like the not like a hood hood, but yeah. like the thing that goes like around your neck and like hangs down. Is that the like the masters thing? Uh, like if no, you have your masters, you get your hood. No, the masters thing I think is like you have these almost like fake um, extenders or something on your uh -huh. robe. Like non-masters, it just stops at your wrist. But if you have a masters, there's like this extra piece of cloth that like hangs down on your hands. So it's, the more you go to school, the, the more, more you have to wear at these hot summer graduation ceremonies that's your prize yeah basically so that's what but one angie schaefer shout out miss schaefer um told me whenever i i sat beside her a couple weeks ago at in an assembly and i said this is the dumbest thing and she goes no no it's not you can put stuff in there i'm like what are you talking about and like she pulled out tissues and like a mint that she like had like in there and i'm like that's super smart because it's like an extra pocket because obviously you have like you have to like pull up your robe to get in your pocket. So like, that's like an extra pocket. I mean, that makes sense. That's a, that's pro move. That's, that's a veteran move. That's it, and she, experience. Yeah. That's a veteran move. And that's, 
Yeah, that's and I said today that was the second greatest piece of advice I had gotten in the last year of teaching. That makes sense. Was the being able remember, to use those. Yeah. The thing I remember about my high school one was it was in our gym, which is nothing like the gyms around here in Kentucky that, you know, we covered high school basketball games in. Because it was like five oh. rows on both sides and that was it. And you covered St. Patrick's. Yeah, but that's not like a typical gym either in Kentucky. That's true. I like guess in that's Kentucky, true. you get like two separate sections on each side. And right, right. And you get out. like your bowling greens or something. Or yeah, your, yeah, like all of those. Yeah, yeah, your centrals or something. Yeah. Yeah. But it was like small gym. Everybody was packed in there and it was always, you know, wicked hot. And it, I, the thing I remember about that gym the most is it had white walls. And because I grew up in Maine and because the winters lasted so long, we had to start our baseball season in the gym throwing white baseballs against these white walls. And I don't know about everybody else, but for me, it was just, it was tough to pick them up. It's like, you know, when the ball goes in the sun or something, it just, you can't see it. It's oh, like, it all yeah. blends into the wall. Yeah. So when you're throwing it around and stuff, it's like, you got to keep your head on a swivel. Man, dude, for a split second, I thought you were going to tell me you guys played like actual baseball in the gym. No, it was a small you, gym, remember? I know, but that would have, yeah, that would have given me a whole new thought of Maine. Yeah. We would take ground balls like, on the basketball court floor. I, um, <laughs> this is a funny, speaking of playing w different sports on gym floors, a couple years ago, whenever Hopkinsville made it to the final four of soccer, uh, I was talking to my friend, then coach Tyler Stallins, and they had practice on in the gym one day. And I'm like, Oh, why did you do that? And he goes, nowhere around here has turf. He goes, that's the fastest surface we can find to turf. And so the final four is a turf. So that's that's what we had to do. And I'm like, that's brilliant. I'm like, that's super smart. Yeah. But I mean, like I, I, yeah. you never know what's going to win you a baseball game these days, though. You know, you don't even need a you hit. You really don't. You don't you even don't. need. Shout out Reds for losing a game where they didn't allow a hit. That's the most Reds thing ever. Oh, Especially this year, that's the most Reds thing that that is like that has happened. Yeah, Hunter Green is rolling through seven innings, walks what back to back batters, then it gets pulled. Yeah, and then you know they end up losing one nothing to the Pirates. But it's not technically a no hitter from what I had seen. I, I didn't dig out my rule book or anything, but because they didn't actually pitch nine innings, people are saying it's not a by rule technically no hitter, even though they didn't. Allow it. But I don't know. That's up to you. I feel like that's the letter of the law or spirit of the law, you know? At that point, it's kind of like, come on, dude. You went you it's went eight innings and didn't allow a hit. It's embarrassing. It's, it's embarrassing either embarrassing. way. Yeah, I mean, that's – just think about how unlucky you have to be to do that and – like, he's going to tell his grandkids about this. Like, oh, back in my day, I threw a no-hit. We lost, but we threw a no like, 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 man, I threw the greatest game of my life. Oh, Grandpa, how'd it go? Well, we lost 1-0, but it was the greatest game I ever pitched. I can't imagine being a Reds fan this season, but you know what? If you are, where are you going to go? I don't know. Let's ask Ed Marlowe because he's – we could have asked him last week. Yeah. No, that's – people were clowning on them on Twitter all this afternoon, but that's not the first time this week I've seen people – you know, clowning around. I know you Man, sent me this too. You want to, you want I to did. talk about it? Yes, because 
I am a Twitter fan. I think that Twitter is maybe the worst invention in human history, but I think it also may be like the best. But I, I sent it to you. The schedules came out when is it Monday night, Tuesday night, something like that. Um, Thursday, I think. Was it Thursday? Was that was it that recent? Gosh, these days all run together now. And um, there was this random Twitter account that was posting games that didn't exist. And like people were eating it up and retweeting it and like eating it up. And I sent it to you and and then like and then I think it was great because he was like, Yeah, I duped you guys. I got you. Yep, I got it. Like, don't you guys feel dumb? <laughs> and then like this dude had built up like 10,000 followers. And then oh, yeah. later in the day after he had said, you know, I duped you guys, it was down yeah. to like 7,000 something. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, everybody talking about how I lost followers. He's like, I don't care. Like how have you ever been duped by a fake tweet or a Twitter account? I've had ones I'm... where I've like looked at it and been like, oh, shoot. And then I looked a little closer before and like didn't see like a blue check mark or something. I'm very, I'm pretty picky about what I will retweet and stuff and like if right, i see something yeah. out there i do this all the time with transfer portal stuff if i see even if it's a reputable you know transfer portal account i will still text email, the, whatever someone at western i'm like right, right, right. this yeah because i'd rather you know double check and you know look dumb for asking the question that someone else somebody else already you know answered than look dumb and get it wrong i don't I'm trying to think. I'm sure I have. Like, I'm sure I've retweeted one sometime, like, on a whim. Like, I just woke up, or I've had one or several beverages, and I'm, like, just sliding through Twitter, and I'm like, oh, whoa, that's wild. And I hit, like, retweet, and then 20 minutes later, it comes up in a DM group, like, this isn't real. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that was a joke. Like, that's why I did it. I joke and, retweeted it. Yeah, I joke retweeted it. Yeah. Um, gotcha, guys. Gotcha. gotcha. <laughs> Don't you guys feel stupid because you read it? But I just, I don't know. That's why, like, I, I've told my students before that, and this is going to sound a little preachy. I apologize. Like, this is the best time to be a journalist, and it's the worst time because, literally, you can do everything from your phone. Like everything I Jared, if we didn't have to use, if we like had to go an entire day other than designing. Okay. I don't, I'm not going to want to use InDesign on my phone, but every other aspect of your job, could you do on a telephone on a cell phone? Yes. I wouldn't want to write a story on it. I mean, it, right, I've, I've right. heard some stories on it before. And but could you, yeah, we're not, I, I, we're not gonna. You're not gonna write an 800 word story. If you have to write a 200 word brief, you could do that on your I, phone. I could do that on my phone. Yeah, is like for someone that's in the game right now, and I call it a game. I I have friends who this annoys, but I I truly think it's a game. Does that bother you that like literally anybody can do that? Mm, you know, a little bit, but I also don't think anybody can do it because Fair. you know. I, I don't know. A lot of it's like building up sources and making sure you have information correct. And I don't think everybody has that. Um, or just be because of who you work for, like me, since I'm with the Daily News and we've been mm -hmm. 
you know, covering what we cover for so long. Like people know us, people know we're, you know, a reputable source. So we get more access and, you know, we're able to talk to some people just because of that name. Right. And, and I do think that it, it's funny. Like I was trying to like move cell phone plans, like move cell phone accounts the other day. And they told me if I did, I would probably lose my phone number. And the first thing I thought in my head was I would lose so many sources if I had to get a new cell phone number. Yep. Like that'd be terrifying. Yeah. Cause like, I, I communicate mostly through text with people, like, especially if it's something important and I need a quick answer. Yeah. Like it's, I, I had, I remember my senior year of college I had, and this is super funny. I was a Samsung like all in. Like I had a Samsung Galaxy like Note phone. I had a like a Note tab. I had a Samsung tablet. I had a PC like laptop. I had all that stuff. I remember I, I was about to take a nap in my 50 square foot trailer that I lived in outside of Carbondale. And like I set my alarm and I put it down and the screen went and I'm like, that was a weird sound. And so I went to one of my friend's houses. She lived like a few miles over, I guess. We were like back in the woods of Carbondale. And I get there and I call my mom. I'm like, yeah, this is what's going on. And I go to the Verizon store and I tell them what's going on. They're like, yeah, man, everything on that phone's gone. And that was just my senior year of college. And I was terrified. I can't, I mean, that was now eight years ago. So if I would lose everything in my phone for the last eight years, I'd be of no use to anyone. <laughs> like I would be terrible at my at my job. Yeah, no, most of my stuff, you know, straight up through text, getting information or phone calls just with my cell phone. I don't, I always dread, you know, when I get that voicemail on the office phone because you never know what it's oh, going to be. You never know what it's going to be. Yeah. No, it, it could be great. Most of the time it's not bad. But it's the bad ones that stick out to you. And that's what you think of when you see that red flashing light. As a teacher, I can tell you that that doesn't go away. Like anytime I walk in my room and I look at my phone and like that red light is beeping, I'm like, oh, it's probably apparent. <laughs> like, so like that part is still the exact same. Yep. I guess yours probably isn't parents as much because you cover a lot of like college, right? Yeah, I don't really get, I don't get a lot of voicemails. I've only had like okay. two or three since I've been where I'm at now. Oh, we're going to flood your voicemail. Say nice things, though. Well, yeah, we'll get you a raise or something. I mean, you don't call me for that. You have to call other people. If I could give myself a raise, <laughs> I would have a long time ago. Done deal. Me. Done deal. Um, Man, but no, it's it's been kind of a slow sports week, it seems. Obviously, there's a lot of playoff games and whatnot. There's a lot NBA today. and the NHL, yeah. Yeah, but this is. It's, I have, it's not like the the volume. It's it's higher quality, I would say. But have I? So I know you, you don't watch a lot of things. I know, but I said I know we've had four game sevens today, or we'll have four game sevens, two hockey, two NBA, and I don't know if you're. Do you know the score of the Dallas Phoenix game right now with six fifty five left in the third? No, I do not. If I told you that Dallas was up 72-34, would you believe me? I mean, 
I would I wouldn't have expected that going in, but I would believe you because I'm sorry, seventy five thirty four now. Some people have scored. No, I don't believe you now. You're lying. Yeah, oh, yeah. But yeah, I would just because things are been weird. Phoenix is three of sixteen from three. Yeah, it's like some of these playoff games are like really really good. Like the other night, Tatum and uh, who was who's the other one in that Boston series? Giannis. Giannis, yeah, like both went off and like both had like 40, 45 point games. Like that's fun. And then like you have one game where one team wins by 35 and you're like, yep. this is the worst of basketball. Yeah. But no, I, I don't know. I just haven't had much time to watch it. Cause like this past week I've been watching a lot of CUSA softball tournament because that had been going on. And like today I was in the office designing pages all day. And then as soon as I was done with that, I was watching the NCAA softball tournament selection show to see if Western would have, you know, received an at-large bid. So that's kind of why I don't, it's not that I don't like it. It's just, did they, or did they not? They did not. Oh, they were kind of picked bracketology wise to be, you know, one of the first few left out. A lot of people upset about that. Murray State got in. Oh, they won the OVC. Yeah. Yeah. And then, SAU got upset in the first round of the Missouri Valley. So, yeah, no, well, that's good for them. You know, but with this yeah. slow week, do you have a prized pick, award winner of the week? Picked I mean, out? I know, I know I picked seniors a couple weeks ago, and I feel obligated to do it again today, considering today was actually graduation. Um, so I'm going to say them for now, but while you're giving yours, I may, I may think of another one. I think mine's got to go to the makers of Tums. After this weekend, um, you know, all that barbecue and some drinks, you know, sometimes you just need them. You know, you get that those meat sweats and it, it just oh, yeah. get that chest feeling a little bit tight, you know, all uh, that meat. It's probably not healthy, you know, eating that I'm gonna give, amount of smoked meat. So, yeah, that's mine. I'm going to give this week um, to hopefully a future guest on our show with my younger cousin, Charlie, who she is the most perfect person in the entire world, um, who can somehow make a bright situation out of super embarrassing ones. When last night I went over to their house and her parents' house, she's three and a half years old. She doesn't own a house yet to her parents' house. And um, I leaned down to kiss her on the forehead and my pajama pants that I were wearing um, then proceeded to rip. And I was like, I'm pretty sure I'm like, Allie, who was her mother. I'm like, Allie, I think my pants just ripped. And she goes, wait, what? And then I, I did some feeling around and indeed they were. And then I was like, all right, well, I have to go now. And Charlie's like, well, why? And started whining because unlike many people in the world, I'm one of her favorite people. Um, and I said, all right, well, I'm going to go. And she was whining and she was like, why are you going to go? And I said, well, because I have to change my pants so that you can't see my butt. And she said, I already see your butt. So that made me feel a lot better after I had just ripped my pants. You were the fool who went and ripped his pants. Remember that SpongeBob episode? I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. You're uncultured. You need to. 
uncultured swine. That's what my family and I call each other sometimes. Oh, I do too. I just didn't want. Oh, to I mean, it, to say it on the podcast. I didn't want. This is a meat I didn't podcast, and you didn't want to say the word swine. I didn't want to upset you. I didn't want to make my insult. Oh, better. I want you coming back next week. Oh yes, y- yes. Because we all know I've never gotten in any fun spats on. That's what we need to talk about one week is who is our funnest, most fun Twitter spats. But I got a feeling yours aren't going to be that much that fun. Yeah, I just don't respond usually. Yeah, I, don't, I, I don't, do. Because because you, don't, a, you don't win Twitter arguments. I know. I'm a weak man. I respond to all of them because I love the conflict. Yeah, no, I don't. Like, I, I love just, the awkwardness. I see an opinion and I'm just like, that's your opinion. Okay. Do you remember my one with Dockage? No. Yeah, I went with Dockage once. <laughs> we'll have to talk about that another time. But yeah. Yeah. We're going to wrap it up for the week. I'm going to get back to this 37-point basketball game that's terrible. Um, thank you all for watching again. Jared, where could you find us if they, were, oh. if they wanted to listen or watch? Oh, you can find us everywhere. You can find us on Apple. You can find us on Spotify. You can find us on any podcast streaming service, including the one Josh Moore of the Lexington Herald Leader told us he listened to it on yesterday when he said he caught up on the episodes and enjoyed it so you should share it with your friends and enjoy it too and then jared peck told us that two episodes weren't there because he doesn't yeah he doesn't know how to use spotify but they were there we but he is a loyal listener watcher now yes we appreciate that but we also want you to know that you can find us on social media like facebook like youtube like twitter like instagram we're on the tiktok because we're hip people you can follow us anywhere thanks for listening See you guys next week.